Okay. Okay, we'll start with the Mishnah. Today's staff is Dafayin Sign. We'll start the Mishnah on Ayin and Base. Kosal Shabain Base Chatseris. You have a wall between two Chatseris. Remember, this is not dependent on ownership, on t- who owns title to it. You could say that it's like the Gemara Babasra that says, if a wall falls down, Minastam, it belongs to both of them. But here we're talking about the halachas of Ervin, which is, which is basically all Drabonans. Even we're talking about Rishus HaYochid, this is all, this is all Drabonan, because Miraraisa, this is all one Rishus HaYochid. For example, let's say you have two houses, two uh, properties, one next to one another, and there's a wall between them, a big wall between them. You own both of them. But they're each considered a separate Rosh Hashanah in terms of Shabbos. So the Halacha Drabon is you can't carry from one to another without making an Arab. So here you have Kosa Ben Shecheres Gevoas Arvitz Tenfachamai for Rochav Arba. Here we're talking about the, for the first time in a long time with Rochav here, it does not mean width, it means the thickness. The thickness of the wall is four, which means that you have a four by four area and the top of the wall is a separate Rishus. There's no way to make an air between these two properties because you have a big separation between the two and there is no common area. You're not in a common area. You're in totally separate areas. Therefore, uh, each person can make their own Erev, each chaser can make their Erev, but they can't make an Erev together because of the wall that separates them. The key of the wall that separates them it uh, is is that it's ten tefachim high. That make, constitutes a wall. It's not that it's four tefachim thick. That's going to be present a different problem, as we'll see. Let's say, and you're looking. If you're looking at two forty seven right now, you'll see that there's uh, there's let's say some food at the top of the wall between the two chaseros, some peros or whatever, <coughs> and um, you want to eat them. Each each side can go up to the top and eat them. Again, what we're seeing over here is you can't carry things up to the top because that's considered, as we'll see, a separate rishus. However, you could go there and eat there. You could climb to the top of the tent. You don't have to really climb. So if it's only tent Bachamai, you could just go to the top and you can eat there without taking it down or removing it. Why? Because that's a separate shus. So if you're looking at 247, there are really three Rishuyot here. There's the Chatzar on the right, the Chatzar on the left, and the thick, the thick wall in between. Those are three separate Chatzeras, three separate Rishus Harabims there. So, of course, you can go visit your neighbor and eat in his house, and you can visit the top of the wall and eat over there. But you can't carry stuff from one to the area, from any of them, any of the three Rishuyot, to any of the others. Okay, that's his Elam Kamvachma. written but they can't take anything down because that's a separate Rishus, because it's for Tfachim. Why? Thick, let's call it. Nifritzakosa, look at 248. Let's say the wall between these two Rishuyot was breached. There was a breach there. If the breach, Ad Esser Amos, remember, until 10 Amos, not Tfachim, 10 Amos wide, until 10, as we say here, remember, when it comes to love, it, love it is until three, not including three tefachim. When it comes to a chatzer, nifritz in terms of a pesach, a pesach is up until ten amos inclusive. Adad bechlal. So nifritz hakosal ad eser amos ma'arven shnayim v'imratzim ma'arven echad. Now, if the if the breach in the wall, the appearance in the wall in two forty eight, if it's up to ten amos, if they want, they can make a common error because there's an opening between them. Even though, again, we're not looking at who owns it. It's not important who owns it. It could be the same owner. It could be two different owners, three different owners. It could be all. What counts is that there's a door in between. So if they want to make their own air, that's fine. Each one can make their own air individually. Or one person can make an air, one side can make it without the other. Or if they want, they can make a common air for the whole area. 
So that's what he says here. Uh, it's a doorway. If the breach was more than 10 amos wide, that's a breach. That's not a doorway. Until 10, until 10 amos, including 10 amos, it's a doorway. Afterwards, it's a total breach. And therefore, they can only make one A. They can't make a separate A because each of them basically has access to the other. It's similar to what we learned the other day on Friday. But if you have an inner chutzer and an outer chutzer, each one can walk through the other one. So here too, it's like one big thing. So if, if one person, uh, if one side made an error and didn't include the other ones, nobody could. The other ones couldn't. They they couldn't carry there because it wasn't included, etc. So that's Rashi says. Each one forbids the other one from because each one basically then has access to the other chutzair and. Because it's one, because there's a breach between them, a big breach between them, and therefore they can only make one common error. If they each made an, in, an individual error, it wouldn't help because each one would forbid the other one from going there. Because each one effectively has access. Again, it's not doesn't go by ownership; it goes by physical access that they have. Okay, now um, why can't yeah. why can't they make an error? Why can't they make an error on top of the wall? In which one? The wall that's. On the first, the first example, the, the, with the fruit on top of the wall. Yeah. Why can't they make it? Why can't if it's a reshusa yachid? Why can't they make an eruv there? The, for what? There, there effectively is an eruv there. Each one makes an eruv. Uh, right. They can go up and eat and take down. So make. Oh, oh, there, oh, oh! If they were to make an eruv, if they make an eruv on the on the top of the uh, of the wall. Yeah. The problem though is that there, there's a wall. There's a wall separate. Where would the Erev, what would the Erev include? The wall in one of the Chatzeros. That's what you're trying to say? It, so, it, it's the wall. You have a wall. It's four fucking wide. So it's three shoots or yachid. Right. So, so make an Erev. So make if an Erev on top of the in wall. In theory, they could make an Erev covering the whole area. Yeah, they could. In theory, if they would make an Erev there, they could. But they can't. he can't make an Erev there with the other side. Because there's a ten, ten, uh, there's a ten fachamama between them. There's got to be some opening. Has to have access in order to be an Arab, You have to have access to it. So, and here the problem is, if they would act, you're right. If they would have access, each of them effectively has access to the wall. So, if each of them could go, uh, if each of them could make an Arab, each one could, either one could make an Arab with the wall and their house. In theory, yeah, that could work. If one of them would would, but the problem is, how can he make an Arab without the other guy? In other words, if he makes an error on the wall, each of them has access to the wall. You can't, you can't remove the rights to the other guy. You understand? Each guy has access to the wall. You can't make an error and not include him because he can say, I want to be included. I have the same access to the wall that you do. So if you exclude him, you effectively your error is meaningless. All right, so this is, that, that's the Mishnah. It says the Gemara, what happens if it doesn't have a thickness, if that wall doesn't have a thickness of four? So Amar Rav, Rav says, Avir So the area of each chutzir, uh has uh, dominion over the wall, rules over the wall. Lo yozizbo, You can't move anything there, even 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 the the, the uh, a hair breadth. You know, even a hair breadth you can't move. In other words, you can't touch at all. You can't even go up and eat the fruits at the top of the wall. That's Rob's opinion. However, this is, he's countered by Rabbi Yochanan that we hold like. Rabbi Yochanan, you know why? Because in that case, when the wall is not that thick and 
It's ten fachamai. What is it? It's like a fire hydrant. It, it's a makam tour. And if it's a makam tour, you're allowed to go up there and put stuff up there and eat stuff up there and take things down even more than that. As the Gemara says right now, the Gemara is going to make a differentiation between eating on top and, remo- and taking stuff on top. Rebbech says even more, you could actually take stuff up. Our Mishnah talks about you can go up there, you shouldn't take anything down, you could eat the fruits on top of the wall. If the wall's not four tfachim thick, then what is it? It's a wall that's not dalit by dalit. There's no dalit by dalit there. And it's effectively a makam tour. If it would be dalit al dalit, so, and it's exactly up to 10 tfachim, so Rashi explains it would be like a caramelis. Also, it would be also to carry from a Rosh Yochan into a Karmelis, at least Rabbanan, right? But over here, you could actually carry stuff up there. How could that be? Our mission says you can only go up there and eat the fruits that are already up there, right? You can only go up there, but you can't uh, take stuff up there. You can go up there and eat, but you can't take stuff up there. So how does that work? How does Rabbi Yochanan work with our Mishnah? Our Mishnah says you can eat up there, but you can't take stuff up there. So the Gemara says, yeah, that's, that's obviously Hachakamar. Yesh bar bar bar. Now our Mishnah is talking about where it's for, it's a thickness of four there. For the wall itself is a Rishus Yachid, four by four. Olin ein malin lo. Since it's a separate Rishus, you can't take stuff from one Rishus Yachid to another Rishus Yachid, like Avram said, unless you had an Erev there. And you'd have a problem making an Erev here. But if you would make an Erev, if you could make an Erev, yeah, then you can carry from one Rishus to another. But otherwise, you have three Rishus here. You can't carry from one to another, Right? So, if there's no four by four, then malinami, then you can actually take stuff up there because it's, it's like I give the example with the fire hydrant. It's like a makam tour. And a makam tour, technically, you can carry from a shusiachid into a makam tour and vice versa. And same with shusarab. goes according to his own reasoning. When Rabdim came here to Israel, Omar Rabdim makam shem Mutter, this we had this before many times. We had it in Shabbos also. Mutter. They're allowed to rest their packages on there. In other words, if you're walking in the street, and um, uh, or let's say you're in Rosh Hashanah and you want to put something on a small pedestal, like a fire hydrant, a small area, it's not four by four, could be high, but it's not four by four, so it's not a Carmelis, certainly not Rosh Hashanah it's a Rishosiyachid. You're allowed. It's a Makum tour. You're allowed to put stuff up there. The Kasev means you're allowed to rest your your packages on there. If you're in Rishosiyachid, you're allowed to rest it on this Makum tour right outside of Rishosiyachid. And if you're carrying in Rishosarabim, well, you can't carry more than Dalat Amos. But let's say you uh, let's say you picked up something for Rishosiyachid and by accident you walked out. This we always give the example in Chutzlaretz where there's no Erev. You're walking along and you realize on Shabbos you have a handkerchief in your pocket, which you took out from your house. So you picked it up in your house. You carried it in Shusha Robin. What do you do? You put it on a Makam tour. Because wherever you go to, you're gonna, once you put it down, you're going to be Chayev, either Robin. But if you put it on a fire hydrant, you're Potter. And you're allowed to put it down there. Because it's called, it's a makam tour. It's not a Rishos Yach, it's not a Rishos Ram, it's not a Karmelis. It's a makam tour, and you're allowed to put your stuff down. But the rabbi said, don't exchange. In other words, don't do this as a trick to take stuff from Rishos Yach and Rishos Ram or vice versa via the fire hydrant, via the makam tour, because the rabbis frowned on that. But Rav, let's leave Rav Dimi. Rav doesn't hold of Rav Dimi. I mean, that's a famous thing. Everybody, Rav Dimi's thing is accepted. This idea of that he said in the name of Yochanan that you can put stuff on 
lechatchila, you're allowed to put stuff on a makom tour when you're carrying it in from Mishas Yachid or from Mishas Ram, you're allowed to put a makom tour. So the Gemara says, no, of course he holds it. Ibrishu said the Rai Sachanami. Of course he holds it when it comes to Rishus Rab or Rishus Yachem. Hacham Askin Rishus The whole the whole idea in two forty seven and two forty eight is that these are all Rishus Yachem here. All these chaseres Rishus Yachem. Minatora you can carry from one to the other with no Erev. There's no Erev Minatora. Erev is all Drabbanan. So since it's all Drabbanan, the Chacham Masu Chizikul Dvem Yosef Shel Torah. He says interesting thing. If this wall was uh, like a fire hydrant in the middle of the street. Yeah, from Rishus Yachid to Shisrab, Shisrab, yeah, you're allowed to. But since all these rules are drabbana, the Chatzar, and the, the Rabbana were machmer on their own rules of Chatzar more than on there. Even though we said before, when it comes to Erevin, we go like, we go Lakula, but not when it comes to the basic idea. The whole concept of Erev is, is that even though it's a Rishus Yachid, if it's a Rishus Rab, you can't make an Erev there. The whole idea is it's Rishus Yachid, but we want to put the rules of Erevin. And one of the rules of Erevin, according to Rav, is that you can't carry even from a Chatzar into a, into a Makam Tur. However, Rabbi Yochanan disagrees. With Makam Tur, you're allowed to. And we'll presumably we go like Rabbi Yochanan over here. Amar Rav, Amar Rav, Amar Rav Nachman. Kosher Shabbat Shechah, Siru Echad Gavah, Asar Tfachim, Metziru Echad Shavah La'aretz. Here we're talking about a wall, presumably, that was less than 10 tefachim wide, or thick, because otherwise it would be Rosh Hashayach into itself, like we saw in the Mishnah. But here we're talking, we're looking at 249. And in 249, you have two neighboring chatzerot, but one was on a higher level than the other. So that the one on the left is, the wall there is not 10 tefachim high, and the one on the right, it is 10 tefachim high. So who has access, who is entitled to use the wall? These are another laws that the rabbi said, Rabbi said, who gets access to the wall? The one who, to the wall, the, who, to their chutz, the wall is not ten tefachim high. So, it's one side. It's, the Gemara says, it's even with the ground. The one on the left, it doesn't mean equal with the ground. If it's less than ten tefachim, that's considered equal with the ground, meaning it's not ten tefachim high. So the one on the right has a wall ten tefachim high next to him. Technically, he could use that wall if he was the only person there, but since the guy on the left has easier access to the wall, no, no, so, we give it to the guy on the left, meaning that we allow him to put, take his stuff up there and down. Since Rashi says, obviously we're speaking about where the wall's not fort fachim thick. So he's allowed to use it. In other words, we give access to the wall to him. We're not getting into the Shiloh again of, you know, let's say, let's say that wall belonged to the guy on the right. You know, it was in his property. That might be a different story. But we're not dealing with that. We're assuming in the walls is that it's, it's equidistant between the, it's, it's on, either on both properties or it's between the two properties or it's clear, it doesn't clearly belong to one of them. So we give it to the guy on the left. The guy on the left, left because he has easier access to it, it's the, meaning it's not 10 tefachim high for him, he gets to use it, right? In other words, for one, he has easier use. It's more convenient for him to use it than one on the left versus the guy on the right. Whenever it's a choice of who do you give it to, who gets equal access to it. Again, in number 247 that we started off with, they both have equal access to it. Okay, there the wall was thicker, but if it, let's say it was a thin wall, if it was a thin wall, then they would they could they could each uh, take stuff up and down if it was equal. But if it was more if it was more equal to one than the other, meaning if it was easier for one to use than the other, we give it to that one. Similarly. Uh, similarly, Amr Rav Shismi, Amr Rav Nachman, Charit Shabain Shtechatziris. Now we're looking at number 250, at uh, illustration number 250. You had a ditch between the two properties. Tzidu Echad Amakasar, to one side it's 10 deep, to the guy on the right, 
the uh, the ditch is ten tefachim uh, deep to the guy. I'm sorry, to the guy on the left. In this case, it's ten tefachim deep, right? Because the guy on the left is at a higher level. He's at a higher level, just like he was in the previous illustration. So, to the guy on the left, the ditch is very deep. To the guy on the right, it's not as deep. It's less than ten tefachim deep. So again, who do we give access to it to allow it to take stuff up and down? To the guy on the right, in this case, where it's not ten tefachim deep. Again, it's not equal to the ground. It's not level with the ground, but it's easier for him. Because to the guy on the right, in this case, the guy on the right has easier access and more convenience. Why do you have to tell me both 249 and 250? Isn't it obvious? You might think that what, and if you tell me the case in 249, so there you say, because people use the height of a wall. They put stuff on there, etc. They rest things, they put things on there. So there you might tell me, people don't use the ditch as much as they use the wall. It's, it's, uh, it's easier to use a wall, it has access. So you might think there is no difference when it comes to the case of the ditches. We don't give this precedence to the guy who has more convenient use because not much convenience either way. Because he's not afraid to use it. In other words, in a ditch, nothing's going to break. If you put stuff down there, it's not going to fall. But if it's on a, on a wall where people are afraid to use it, as you might be afraid, you might, you might say, you know, it's not really convenient to use it. Anyway, things might fall off and break. Sri Chavi tells me the thing in both cases. Yes, Moshe. A front question about ownership. Are we assuming that these two people that own the houses are agreeing to all these things? In other words, somebody owns the wall. Okay, so I, I think what we're assuming here is this. Either the wall is owned, is either public property, in other words, it's owned by the city, let's say, or it's owned commonly between them. That's what I'm saying, is if one of them owns the walls in 249 or 250, if one of them owned the wall, it would be hard for the other guy to take access to it because he's easier access to it. But I think in general, we're assuming over here that nobody really owns the wall individually. If anything, it's a common wall, but nobody really owns it. If one guy paid for it, then things could be different because he could say it's his wall. But over here, we're assuming this case. It's like the case I said in Baba Basra. You start up Baba Basra, if a wall fell, they each have to contribute because the assumption is that, they, that, it, uh, that it benefits both of them. And it might be a public wall. Maybe nobody paid for the wall. Maybe the wall was just put there before. But it, it's clearly speaking where, where not, there's, no, there's no one owner of the wall. Bolomato. Now, here we come again. Here we come. So we're saying here that if it's ten tefachim high, then we have a wall. And, uh, and if, if the wall, again, if the wall is um, very, uh, if the wall is, is thick, then it's a reshusen to itself. If it's not thick, it at least separates between the two reshuyot that you couldn't make an air between them. That's what we saw in the Mishnah, right? That if there, if there was a wall between them and there was no breach in the wall or no door in the wall, it was just a solid wall, they can't make a common air. What about if you make the wall smaller? The assumption over here is you make the wall smaller by making a mound next to the wall so you have access. If the mound that you make, in other words, when you, when you lessen the distance of the, of the height by making a mound or some sort of a platform next to it, if that is four tfachim wide, that's like a doorway, then you can use the entire wall. You can use the top of the wall entirely. Kulo. But if you... Uh, if you uh, if it's not if it's not four tefachim wide, you can only use the area exactly opposite the mound, the area that you made the mound. Now Rashi says because you're trying to make the wall smaller, lessen the height 
Right, but some measure of kosa, we can pass on the kibbin men of the malog of our sorrow, Mishtamish Bukal Kosa, Shamishtamish Menachas, Sholder Pisho. So you're allowed to, uh, uh, if you want to make it it's smaller, if the if this mound that you make is four tfachim wide, then you can use this Gemara's Manafshach, Ihani Miuta. If you made a mound there and that helps to make it less than ten tfachim, but Kula Kosa Shamish, use the whole kosa. Once you have access to the top of the wall, you can use the whole wall, Elohani, and if it doesn't help, I feel can I give it Namilo? Then even opposite the area that you made, if you didn't make a proper doorway, you shouldn't be able to use it at all. You're right. If you made a mound there on the ground, you're right. Then if you have access to it, if it gives you access to the top of the wall, you should be able to use it at the top of the wall under any circumstances, right? But over here, it's speaking about like in 251, where you just removed a couple of bricks at the top of the wall. So therefore, we're saying like this. Therefore, he says, if you're making it small in that way, if the hole that you made by moving the bricks is four tefachim wide, then that's considered a doorway to the top of the wall. Now, what's the advantage of making the doorway to the top of the wall? Number one, you have a doorway here. To some degree, maybe you could even make a, uh, a you could make a common Erev, because you don't have a wall over there, at least, with, uh, with, the, other wall, with the other guy of, um, of ten tefachim wide. But the, from Rashi, it's Rashi, we're speaking more about having access to it. Uh, you can use the entire kosal. So it's a little bit strange over here because we're saying here it gives you access to the whole thing. And if it's not ten, if it's if it's more than ten fachim high, apparently then you don't have access to it, right? Then you don't have access to it. So maybe you, you could you could explain this gemara. It's difficult to explain. I mean. If it's just a wall next to you, well, what's the problem? You can use the top of the wall. It's either it's either a makam tour or it's not. It's it's one or the other, right? It's either makam tour or it's a rishusiyachid and deal with it accordingly. Maybe you're speaking about again. It's an extension of two forty nine and two fifty or two forty nine rather. Where are you making the wall smaller so that uh, you, have, you both have access to it? In other words. 249, in 249, we saw one, for one guy it was 10 tefachim high, one guy it was less than 10 tefachim, so we give it to the other guy. But let's say for one it was 9 and one it was 5, they both have access to it. They're both considered less than 10. There is no difference of, you know, we're not making a difference of well, one guy it's 9, one guy it's 8. Because he can deal with, what, what, what's this Gemara doing over here? What's the Gemara telling us? The Gemara is telling us that if you want to make the wall smaller on your side, meaning at less than the height, so that you have access to it, so how do you do that? So first we're saying that uh, if you have access to it, you have access to the whole thing, what difference does it make how wide it is? So Mars says, no, we're speaking about where it's not a question of the access of making a doorway at the bottom. It's a question of making the top of the wall smaller. And there, Rashi says in the next Rashi, Amaravina, Lolamataskina, the Hasanvari Batsumidal Lomahani. If it's less than ten if less than four tfachim wide, that's not a door. Lolamani Lamidi. El Gonsha Akar Khulya Marosha, Migovushakosa Kari Rosha, Kitatan Hayo Rosha Paris, Hilkah, Iavimiuta Arba. If it's four tfachim wide, the, the the taking out of the brick and that left you a uh, area four tfachim, that's a doorway. Have a piskal chalakoso. Batsumiochi it's not a doorway. It's not a separate rishus, and therefore you can make use of it by itself. So it's mashma over here that once it's ten fachim high, then you don't have rishus to it. So it's a, the gemara is, is it's a little bit hard to understand because before we talked about in two forty nine, it's a question of one versus the other. This guy has easier access to, it and this guy has difficult access. But if the easier guy wouldn't be there. The other guy wouldn't have access to it either. It's ten tefachim high. Somehow you have to, you know, to be able to use it. You have to be able to to, to make it less than tefachim high if in lacking an air. 
So it's a little bit hard to understand what the Gemara means over here. I feel kind of me and Amiya. I'm Rabbi Kachaka Chuyimarosh. Back in the Gemara. I'm Rabbi Chiel. Kafa Safo Memai. Let's say you turned over a bowl, a big bowl. And now this is number 252. You, 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 you uh, turned over a bowl there. Kafa Safo Memai. That also lessens the height. And you have access to it if it's if it was more than ten fachim high before. In other words, if you made it now less than ten fachim, that that's okay. So why does that lessen? If you just put a bowl there, the bowl isn't a permanent uh, uh, doorway. I mean, it's something that's movable on Shabbos. But davening the Shabbos does not lessen the height. The chavre ba'ara he joined it into the ground. Okay, so what if he joined it into the ground? But but tanan we learn. Right, the Chaver Ba'ara. Rashi says over here. Um, uh, so, yeah, like a Yeah, so the uh, We learn Paga Let's say you had an unripe uh, fig and you stored it in the store. You put it in the straw to help it ripe, ripen quickly, or a charora or a cake shitmina b'cholam that you stored in hot coals before Shabbos. Then the coals, uh, the coals uh, cooled off. In Megula, if it's exposed a little bit, if part of it is exposed, not not you can remove it. So the point is, it doesn't help that it's in the ground because you can still remove it as long as it's partially exposed. And here, the bowl is partially exposed. On my skin, and this lay ugnaim. It's speaking about where it's got rims to it. You see the ugnaim um, You see the the uh, in the in two fifty two. Where he marks there, Ugnayim Lasapal, there's there's a rim to it. So the rim sort of attaches it to the ground. If you stored turnips or radishes, tachasakefen under a vine, as long as part of it, part of the leaves are exposed, no concern, you don't have to worry that you know you can't mix uh, turnips and uh, and radishes with uh, with uh, with a vine with the grapes anything you mix with the grapes is, is glycam. no concern because since it's partially exposed it's not like it's really planted and growing together lomisha meiser you're not concerned that if it grew a little bit you'd have to give meiser on the new part that grew lomisha shviyas you don't have to worry about shmita vinikla and b'shabbos this is what concerns us you can move it on shabbos so again if since this bowl is movable on Shabbos, how is that a doorway how does that you're saying that that effectively lessens the height of the uh, of the fence of the wall to less than 10 fachim. The wall was, let's say, originally 10 fachim. Now that lessens it so that you can go up on the wall and make use of the wall on Shabbos. So let's recha. The boy Marabachatzina. Here it's really dug in properly. You need uh, uh, your tools like a, a hoe or an axe of some sort to actually remove it from the ground. And therefore it's considered a permanent structure. It's not really permanent, but it's permanent enough. It's not movable on Shabbos because you couldn't you couldn't start using a hoe and a, an axe, etc., a shovel on Shabbos to remove it, because then you'll be digging in the ground. So therefore, uh, it's considered permanent enough, and if you put this there before Shabbos, the wall is considered less than 10 Fachamai. So it's less than 10 Fachamai. Whether you're dealing in any of the pictures on, on this page of 84, whether it's 250, 251, 252, it's less than that. What about this case? Sulema Mitzri, what happens if you have a small, uh, it's called an Egyptian, an Egyptian uh, ladder, Enamamite, a small one is not. What's that? We're looking now at 253, Sulema Mitzri. That doesn't, that doesn't lessen the height of the wall, and that doesn't give you access to it. But Suri, but a Tyrian one, 
uh, that's a bigger one that does lessen it. If it doesn't have four rungs, if you look in 253, you see it's a small ladder with only three rungs. That's a small ladder. That's like a stool. You know, it comes and goes. It doesn't, it doesn't lessen the night. The wall is still a wall of ten fachim. Why do you say so much is no good to all my that's movable on Shabbos, as we said before. That's what we just said at the beginning of our Aleph, that and we said anything that's movable on Shabbos does not lessen the height of the wall. So if that's the case, a Tyrian ladder, which is bigger, a much larger ladder, Right, a much larger ladder that's got more than th- uh, three rungs on it. Let's say so. That's also movable. A ladder is movable on Shabbos. It's not that it's usher to move a big ladder. If you need a ladder to access to attic or to go up on some place on Shabbos, that's not necessarily muktzah. You're allowed to. But over here, we're talking about the Tyrian one. The Tsuri one is so heavy that you're going to leave it there. So if it's it, because of that, the kovdo, that weight is going to make it a kvius is going to make it like a permanent structure, and you wouldn't move it. Uh, you would normally just leave it there, and therefore, uh, that does lessen it. So if you had a larger ladder, there's no picture of the larger ladder there. But you're just saying if it's more than three rungs, then it's probably. A, then it says like, like a tearing ladder, it's heavier, and you're going to leave it there, and therefore it lessens the height of the wall on Shams. Amar Bayah. Let's say you had a wall that was 10 Fachim high, at least. And now, again, so we mentioned several ideas over here today. We're talking about a Rishos has to be dollar by dollar, right? We talk about the top of the wall. We talk about a wall to be a significant wall has to be 10 Fachim high, and you have really no access to it. Unless you have, unless unless it's you lessen the height of the wall, you shouldn't be using the top of the wall on Shabbos. Again, carrying you could, you could we said you could access the top of the wall and uh, and um, use and eat the payros there, right? But you shouldn't be sitting on top of the wall. You shouldn't be using the wall. That's what's in the Mishnah. Mishnah says that you're a, if there are fruits on the wall. You can climb up on the wall and take the payrus and eat them right there. But you can't really make use of the wall. Here we're talking about making use of the wall. If it's 10 fachim wide, it's no good. But in order to have a doorway to the wall, it has to be 4 fachim wide. So in number, we're up to 254 right now. You have a wall between the two Rishuyos, and it's 10 fachim high. And you have a ladder on either side of the wall. That's the case we're looking at now in the Gemara. And you had a a a, um, oh, a proper ladder, four tefachim wide on each side. Now that four tefachim wide means that's a proper doorway. But how is that a doorway if the ladder does not go on both sides? So if he's like this, if the area between the two ladders is less than three tfachim, remember, less than three tfachim, not including three tfachim, is considered lover, they're considered attached. So therefore, it's like one, it's like you have a ladder going up and a ladder going down. It's like one big ladder. It's like a ladder that you stretch one from one side to the other side. That's a proper doorway, okay? Uh, So therefore, that's like a doorway that makes the, uh, the wall effectively... You know, there's no wall there, really. It makes it like a like of a doorway. And we go back to the idea that if there's a doorway there, you can each make your own air, or you can make a common air, because there's like a doorway. It's as if there's a doorway there. Look at the look at number 254. However, the Gemara goes on. If it's three, if there's a space of three tvachim between the 
ladders. You see in the diagram, he says they're pachas mitrit fachim in the diagram itself. Then it's okay. But if it's three tfachamai, then it doesn't, then it doesn't, then it doesn't uh, lessen the height. Why? Because it doesn't give you the area of a doorway there. It means ena mamai. Here mamai means doesn't does. Here we're not talking about the um, the ability to use the top of the wall. Here we're talking about is there a doorway there so that there's, there's not there's not considered to be a closed wall there so that you could make an Arab with the other one. Again, here the lush mamai. What does that mean? Doesn't mean just using the top of the wall. Using the top of the wall to get the paris, apparently, you could do anyway. So maybe it means over here in terms of making a common area of like making it less than a, making it like a doorway. Or uh, if you don't have a wall, if you don't have a wall there that's uh, four, that's ten fachim high, then it's not really a wall, and then you could make an area between the two rishuyo anyway. So that's maybe what it's referring to here. So here, you have, if it's less than three fachim, it's considered like there. There's the ladder goes up and the ladder goes down. It's considered like one piece, and therefore there's a doorway there. However, if it's more than uh, three tfach, it's three tfachim or more, then it's no good, right? And now he goes on. Listen to this. That's only if the wall is not ten, four tfachim thick. Look now at two fifty five, where it's four four tfachim thick, like we had in the Mishnah. Even if it's separated by a large amount. Even if the two ladders, look in 255, the two ladders are separated by much more than three tfachim. Yet, what you could do is you can climb up on the ladder, walk along the wall, and then walk down the other ladder. So it gives you access. Therefore, you could make an error between the two. Afilu mufliktuva nami. Amarabibi barabaya bona itztiba. Turn the page now to 256. If you built a little, uh, like a stool or a little platform, if the lower one, if the lower one is four tfachim wide, again, here where the wall was exactly ten tfachim high. So if you have a little uh, stool there, I call it a stool or a little block, whatever you want to call that, it, it's four tfachim wide, okay, that's a doorway. Now, since that you can walk in, now, now the wall is no longer ten tfachim high, because from that doorway, uh, the, the, that's a proper uh, fixed block, let's say, and you built it there and it's, it's solid. So the now the wall is not ten fachim high anymore. All these all these uh, platforms and ladders, etc. Rashi said for Rosha Rosha Kosa. Now there's no from the top of the wall to the top of this uh, in this case this block or platform is less than ten fachim, and therefore the wall is not considered a wall at that point. So so then, and then, so if the, if the, in 256, if the bottom one is four tefachim wide, then the top one is meaningless. You don't even need the top one. That's, that's, it's redundant because you've already got a opening or, or at least a lesser, you've lessened the height of the wall. So you don't have nine, you don't have ten tefachim high wall anymore. Let's say though, let's say though the lower one in 257, the lo, the lower platform is not, um, Four tfachim wide, and the upper one is. But now the upper one is not three tfachim away from the lower one. See, in the two fifty six, the upper one was much higher than three tfachim. Was more than three tfachim from the lower one. But since the lower one was four tfachim high, and no matter how, four tfachim wide rather, no matter how high it was, it might have just been a tefach or two. But it lessened the. It, it made the wall effectively smaller than ten tfachim high, and now it's less than ten tfachim high. In two fifty seven. 
the lower platform, the lower block was not fourth Fahim wide, and therefore was insignificant. It wasn't a proper door, it wasn't a proper anything, it was less than fourth Fahim. However, there was less than four there was less than three Tfachim between the lower block and the upper one. The upper one was on had two legs there. But the upper one had four Tfach, was four Tfachim wide. Therefore it's considered it's considered like the whole thing. It's the lower one and the upper one are considered one block, and therefore it's four Tfachim wide. You see the block that lessens the height has to be on the ground. Like like the wall. Even let, let's if you look back at the at the um at the uh, ladders that we're talking about in 253, 254, 255, all those ladders, the bottom rung also had to be within three tfachim of the ground. Otherwise, it wouldn't be considered a, uh, it wouldn't be considered, or we'll see in a minute the next picture. Actually, 258 is better for that one, the next one. So, again, in 256 and 257, the difference is that the low, in 256, the lower block was four tfachim wide, therefore that's all you need. The lower one is, the upper one is insignificant, you can discount that entirely. In 257, the lower block wasn't four tfachim wide, therefore it wouldn't have functioned by itself, but since the upper one was four tfachim wide, and the upper one was within three tfachim, the lower one, it's considered one big block to lessen the height of the wall. So that's back in the Gemara. It's okay. 258 now. 258, you have a, you have a, um, a uh, ladder. Notice the ladder has four rungs so that it's not a mystery one. The mystery one we said is insignificant. Here it's got four rungs. And the, in the right picture, you see it's four tfachim wide at the bottom of it. You should that it's rungs porchos. Porchos means they're out there in the air, meaning there's area, there's different kinds of ladders as we know. Uh, this ladder is a ladder that has space between the different rungs, right? Like in most of the ladders shown over here. But the lower rung is four tfachim wide. That's all you need. So that lessens the height by of the ten tfachim wall by a little bit. That's good enough. Look in the Gemara. If the, lo- the lower rung is four tfachim wide, might, that's all you need. We don't care what goes on afterwards as long as it's a decent ladder. It's got four rungs. Or look in the left picture in 258, the left diagram. There, the lower rung does not have four tfachim high, right? It's not four tfachim. The upper one is four tfachim high. And there's less than three uh, tfachim between each of the rungs. So therefore, it's considered like one solid piece. And therefore, either way, in either, in either diagram, in number 258, whether the right one or the left one, either one of those functions to lessen the height of the wall. The right one functions by the lower rung itself. You don't care about the other rung other than to make it into a proper ladder. And in the one on the left, the reason it works is because the upper rung, which is fourth Tfachimite, is considered attached to all the lower rungs because there's a distance of less than three Tfachim between each of the rungs. Says back in the Gemara, there's not there's no three tfachim between each of the rungs. That also works. That also works. And Rashi says the last Rashi on the page. The bottom rung has to be within three tfachim of the ground. Remember, this only works. You can only lessen it if it's if the if the if the uh, the the thing that you're lessening, the thing that you're making the either in two back in two fifty one where you actually pulled a piece off the top of the of the wall that made the low physically smaller, or two fifty two on all these pictures. Basically, you're either giving access to the roof or making or making a pesach in the roof, like in two fifty four, two fifty five. You're making a doorway there. 
uh, Asul Mitzri uh, said that doesn't help. 253 doesn't help at all because it's insignificant, it's movable, it's not a proper doorway. In 251 or in 252 where we had the base that you turned around the basin or the bowl that you bang, you put it in there sort of permanently, that does lessen to it. And the same thing in 256, 257, 258, you made basically, you made the wall smaller, you made the wall shorter, you lessened its height by making, uh, giving access to it, by making something next to it, giving access to a, to a higher point on the wall. So effectively you made the wall smaller. But the, but the point in all these is, is that you had to have something on the ground you can't have just something in the middle. The next case we'll see tomorrow, if you look at, uh, taking a quick look at 259, that's the next case of Nachman Ravavua that he's talking about where you have a ledge in the middle of the wall. Does that count at all? Does the ledge in the middle of the wall count? Well, only if you have a ladder underneath it attaching to it. If the ladder's on the side, on the left, like in the left thing where the ladder's on the side, it doesn't help because the ladder itself is not good enough, let's say. The ladder doesn't have the proper requirements, and the uh, the uh, if it's not po- connected to the to the ledge sticking out, the little protrusion there on the wall, then you got a protrusion there, but you got nothing on the ground lifting it up and starting it from the ground. The thing's got to start on the ground to make the whole height of the wall less. It's got to start from the ground. In this case, in this case, it doesn't. All right, we'll pick from here tomorrow. Mitzvah Shem will continue on with uh, with more of these cases on Daf Ayin Ches. Have a good day. Shavua Tov L'Kulam. Don't forget, don't forget, uh, here in Eretz Yisrael, St. Talamotar. Uh, we start today, St. Talamotar. And, uh, and again, uh, well, for you guys in Chutzlar, it's, it's, you still got another month or so, right? Or a month and a half. Yeah, seven, yeah. seven or six. Right, okay. All right. Kol to okay. everybody. Have Thank a good week. Shavua Tov. Shavua Tov. Thank you. Shavua Tov. Thank you. Shavua Tov.